their third straight. And this one is to the Detroit Red Wings as they lose 4-1. to one. And this one was weird just from the beginning with the announcement that the Rangers, for, they called it roster management purposes, were not going to play Jake LeCision or Vitaly Kravtsov. Now, keep in mind that Kravtsov hasn't played for a while anyway, but no LeCision. And so that meant 11 forwards and 7 defensemen. Ben Harper would dress and really played sparingly. He only played 2 minutes and 50 seconds. Some of that as a defenseman, some of that as a forward late. And, you know, there's trade rumors out there. And I, I don't, I'm not going to get so much into that. You know, we, you hear about Patrick Kane and, you know, what will that take? You know, what are the Rangers going to have to do to make that happen? Is it the right thing to do? What would the Rangers have to give up? Those are all, you know, questions that can be answered hopefully sooner rather than later. But for the here and now, what it meant was is that, you know, the Rangers, I think ideally, look, I'm no fan of Jake LeCision, so that's, you know, not a big deal at all. But, obviously, you know, you'd rather go 12 forward, 6 defenseman. Either way, the Rangers just simply didn't play well in this game. And, you know, could a reason for that have been, you know, everything swirling around the team with the trade possibilities? Maybe. I, I think it's a bit of an excuse, but I'm sure there's some truth to it. But in this one, you know, Detroit was the better team. Yeah, sure, the Rangers outshot Detroit 31-23. Yeah, maybe the score was slightly misleading, but this was certainly not like the Winnipeg game where I I felt like the Rangers played well in that one, and the goalie, you know, Hellebuck compared to Shesterkin was just too much for the Rangers to overcome. This one, look, give Ville Husso credit. He, he did well, and Yarrow Halak, you know, finally, you know, it was kind of a coming down to, you know, Halak was due to have maybe a subpar performance. And so, you know, a lot of streaks are continuing to come to an end. Halak, you know, he was, he had a point streak. Obviously, that's now snapped. The Rangers, this is the Rangers' first road regulation loss in over two months. I think the last one was approximately December 20th at Pittsburgh. It's a long time where the Rangers were really, at the very least, losing in overtime. And in most cases, winning. So, and Detroit, you know, this is a team that is surprisingly right in the playoff mix. Like they are, and as we speak right now, they are in a playoff spot. They have a chance and they're, you know, they, they play the right way. Former Ranger Andrew Kopp had a, who, you know, he only had a sixth goal of the season. He's had a lot of assists, but only a sixth goal of the season. And Kopp had a goal and two assists. So three points against his former team. And for the first period, the Rangers, for a large stretch, only had 10 forwards because Tyler Mott was hurt. Took a puck to the neck area and returned. But it was a rough night for Tyler Mott, who is from Michigan. I, I did not think Tyler Mott was very good at all. He wasn't alone. There were other players that didn't perform well. This was not a great game for the Rangers, even though really... The second period, the Rangers had a lot of chances to potentially tie. The, they, the Rangers did tie it at one point. They had chances to tie it up again. Didn't happen. And then Detroit takes a two-goal lead. And for the Rangers, they've just been trailing a ton lately. Even though the Rangers have been racking up points and you know they were on a seven-game win, winning streak, they've been losing a lot. They, they're not really getting that first goal. And hopefully that's something that changes. What I did find interesting was Yara Halak playing. That was an interesting decision. I, I thought that they would go back to Shesterkin. They didn't. 
you know it's going to be Igor. So the next game is at Washington, and Washington's a team that they just traded away Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway. So Washington seems to be in sell mode, and they lost tonight to the Anaheim Ducks. So, but you never know. It's a divisional game. Washington, you know, they still have a lot of good players, so we'll see. But Igor will go on that one. And then against the Kings the next day back at home, based on the way things have been, it'll probably be Yaroslav Halak, but maybe they decide to kind of play it by ear with, with how that first game goes and maybe go Igor back-to-back. I don't think it would be such a crazy... Like, if Igor does well, or actually, either way, I suppose... I don't think it's such a crazy notion to maybe go with Shesterkin in both those games. But what I will say for sure is that Igor will play in that Washington game and then we'll see what they do against the Kings. But the Rangers now, on just a little bit of a slide on you know both standpoints in terms of not scoring goals and giving up goals. Rangers have really been giving up a lot and you know tonight four goals. And the Rangers have not really scored a whole lot lately. Again, they're entitled to it. And you have to wonder the outside noise of the trade rumors and, you know, the whole uh, Jake decision, Vitalik Kravtsov being out for, you know, roster roster management reasons. Like, I'm sure that it's all playing a role. So, you know, not any real cause for concern. But Detroit really, uh, they wanted it more. There was definitely a lack of effort. It was a sloppy game for the Rangers, which is disappointing coming off of a two-game losing streak. It happens. Hopefully they can turn things around this weekend. But as far as this game goes, the Rangers, you know, it's kind of a, a regular start. But the Ranger power play, it's not – I still don't love it. I really don't. And there was a delay game penalty on uh, Philip Ronick, And the Rangers power play doesn't score. And – as the first period progresses again, Mott leaves. So the Rangers were basically rolling three lines, and it was really – it was different. It, like, nothing was really set. It was all kind of mixed up. Eventually, at 15-33, Andrew Kopp gets on the board, gives the, the uh, Red Wings a one of them lead. It's a sixth goal of the season from Rasmussen and Perron. And this was a play where – I thought that Miller and Trouba were kind of soft at the blue line and let the Red Wings come into the zone. And then and then Kopp just beats Zibanejad. This was not a good game for Mika Zibanejad, who normally is you know very reliable in terms of the defensive side of things, usually. And But that's a situation where not great. And so Andrew Kopp beats Mika, but it wasn't just him. And that was a shift where it was, you know, because of all the, the mixing of lines, Kreider was not on that shift. It was actually Goodrow... Zabanajad and Vizi with Miller and Truba. But again, Miller and Truba too soft there. And Detroit takes a one nothing lead. We go to the second period. And in the second, a really nice individual effort by Vincent Trocek ties it up for the Rangers. It's a 17th goal of the season unassisted. So for Trocek, he's really been playing well lately. I, I think he's one of the guys that has, you know, in the last month or so has really picked it up. And so the Rangers tied up at one. But then... Very soon after, in fact, two minutes and 12 seconds after, the Red Wings take a 2-1 lead. It's Philip Zadina. He scores his second goal of the season from Dylan Larkin. This is a play where two people are very much at fault. Mainly Tyler Mott. Tyler Mott with just a terrible turnover at the blue line. You cannot do that. You You bring Tyler Mott in, 
You don't expect mistakes like that. Sure, is he going to score a lot of goals? No, that's not what you brought him in for. You can't be doing that. I, I didn't think he played all that well. Maybe he was, and again, this is a player that is very injury prone. Like we we saw it last year, and it's a concern that I have. This is someone that does get hurt and with, with his style of play, and, and it's admirable, but it happens. And a really bad turnover by Mott. Then Larkin makes a nice play to get the pass by Zabanajad. And then Zadina just shoots it by, uh, you know, scores past Halak. Not a great goal by Yarrow. That was not, that's a goal that I think Halak would like to have back. So, you know, a clear view of Zadina. Not a great angle. And he scores. And so the Red Wings take a 2-1 lead. Then Ryan Lindgren cross-checks Rasmussen at 9.45. Originally, they called it a major penalty, which it wasn't. The right call was made. That's a minor penalty. So they got that right after a long review. This is a game that dragged on for a while. There was also, um, later in the second period, there was maintenance that had to be done on the glass uh, near the Rangers bench. This was a long game that, it, you know, definitely dragged on. And to make matters worse, the Rangers were losing. But the Rangers do kill off that penalty, so it stays 2-1. The Rangers had a lot of chances. Later in the second, you Adam Fo- a great save by Huston, Adam Fox. Like, really good offensive zone pressure and possession of the puck for the Rangers. Unfortunately, they weren't able to score and to, and to make matters worse, Detroit makes it three to one. And it's a goal by Michael Rasmussen, his 10th goal of the season from Perron and Kopp. So that line really did the Rangers in. And this was a goal where Rangers were really out of position. Halak makes a great save on Perron and the Rasmussen, Musin is wide open in front and is able to score easily. I don't really know where Miller and Truba were. Miller went behind the net. Truba, I don't know where he was. And then your forwards, not exactly the best defensive trio of forwards at this point. On that shift, it was Heedle centering Lafreniere and Tarasenko. So, I mean, not completely inept, but really three players that are probably one of, you know, some of their worst defensive forwards, if we're being honest. So just a bad, really bad defensive shift all the way around. Miller and Truba, bad again. And we saw in the third period, and I I don't, I mean, it kind of got lost in the mix, but they switched it up in terms of it was Mikola with Truba and Miller with Schneider. I I don't mind if they, like, give that a look. I, I don't know if, if I had to guess, I don't think they will, but I think it's on the table that they do. They because yeah, we've seen it with Miller and True before. And I think that was the more of the reason. Could it have been possibly for Mikola Schneider reasons? Uh, maybe that, that's possible. But I really think Miller and Truba. I think it was really more towards them really struggling, and so they made that switch in the third period. And in the third, or a bad too many men on the ice penalty by the Rangers. I thought that maybe they weren't going to call it, and they did. And on that power play, the Red Wings score. It's Philip Ronick, his ninth goal of the season from Kopp and Kubalik. It was a shot from pretty far out. I think Halak was probably screened by Mikola being one of them. And potentially, I think Rasmussen was maybe in front as well. But either way, the Red Wings take a 4-1 lead. And then Tyler Mott, bad tripping penalty at 7.58. Rangers kill it off. Then things get a little bit uh, feisty, I guess where Rasmussen takes a charging penalty uh, where he hits Panarin into the boards and then Fox goes in there and is throwing punches at Rasmussen. Somehow the Rangers end up with a power play out of this. I kind of thought that, you know, things would be evened up, but the Rangers had a power play. But to no avail, the Rangers probably does not score. Then there's a fight where 
uh, Alexi, uh, where Jake Wallman hit Trocheck, I believe it was, into the boards. Lafreniere ends up fighting Wallman. Lafreniere gets the extra two. Rangers call off the uh, the penalty. And yeah, just a, a weird game overall. Not a very well played game by the Rangers. They deserve to lose. They deserve to lose. Halak wasn't really there to bail him out this time, and, and you knew that was going to come. That was going to happen at some point. Halak had really been playing so well for so long. Not so much tonight. But the Rangers, I just thought they were the more physical team. I thought they were the more engaged team, and, and they win. And and yeah, and Andrew Kopp is kind of the uh, the star of the night for Detroit, getting the, that goal and two assists. So. That's three in a row uh, for the Rangers that they've lost. That's the first time they've had a three-game losing streak since November. Like, again, like this team had been reeling off wins and points like it was nothing for a very long time. And so some good streaks have been coming to an end in the past week. We'll keep an eye on where things are at with about with a little more than a week to go until the trade deadline. It definitely seems like things are happening. Uh, when they will happen, we don't know. But it definitely seems like the Rangers will be making some moves. And, you know, that I think is kind of what the team is even focused on right now. But they have to lock it back in. It's a big, uh, big weekend for the Rangers. Two games at Washington and then home against the Kings. And hopefully the Rangers can turn it around and snap this now three-game losing streak.